Locked On Astros, your daily Houston Astros podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Locked On Houston Astros, and I hope that you join me for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talkstros. You can find a show at Locked On Astros. This is the only daily Astros podcast out there. You can get Locked On Astros on the brand new podcasting app Himalaya, as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play the podcast, Locked On Astros. Alrighty, guys. So the Astros lost the to the Indians today. It was two to one game. It was a well pitched game on both sides. You have to. I know Houston fans hate Trevor Bauer. But you have to give him props today. He walked six batters, but he still limited limited the Astros to only one run. That one run was off that majestic blast by George Springer. It was at 411 feet. It left the stadium. It was 106 miles per hour off the bat, and it was a beauty. Uh, Bauer left a hanging slider there, and Springer did what he does with those type pitches, and he crushed it. And he did crush it. It was a blast. Unfortunately, that's really all the Astros were able to do. Um, It seems like every time Garrett Cole pitches, it's bad luck. And it's you know it's got to be getting frustrating for him. And with him being a free agent after this season, you have to wonder if he's going to want to come back if the Astros don't give him any run support. So that's something the Astros need to work on or else they may lose him, uh, Garrett Cole in the offseason. And it's frustrating because Garrett Cole is 1-4 on the season. The Astros are 2-4 and four when he starts. So uh, it's he's been very unlucky this year, and the Astros today had a big situation in the sixth inning that changed the whole game. And I'm surprised that A.J. Hinch didn't make a, as big a deal about this, but as he said after the game, there's nothing that he could have done. He didn't have any challenges. None of the umpires saw it, but it was a terrible situation, and it probably cost Astros this game. So let's take a look at this situation. In the sixth inning, Altuve walks. Bregman had a sharp line out to second base, and unfortunately, Altuve was able to make it back to first base before um, the, before the uh, I think it was Lindor, threw it back to first base. So the Astros avoided a double play there. They had um, the next batter was Michael Brantley. He hit a bloop that fell right in front of the left fielders. And that means we had Altuve on second base. And we had Michael Brantley at first base, one out in the sixth inning. And it looks like the Astros were finally going to get to Trevor Bauer. Unfortunately, after um, fouling off some pitches and taking, taking some pitches, Correa hit a ball that bounced off his foot. And it went all the way over to uh, Jose Ramirez, and Jose Ramirez got the double play. The main reason why Jose Ramirez was able to get the double play is because Carlos Correa stayed at the plate. He was hopping around in pain, and nobody called a dead ball. If you look at the replay, you can totally tell that uh, it did bounce off his foot, and it went all the way out to the third, third baseman. So it was just a bad situation for the Astros. And unfortunately, it's the second time in a few days that 
Carlos Correa made kind of a mental error. And I know as a hitter, if you hit something off your foot, you don't want to run on it right away. But uh, we also saw him the other day juggle that um, that ball in play, and that, that caused him to be out. Unfortunately, there's nothing the Astros could have done in this situation. Nobody saw. The umpires didn't see the ball hit him. And uh, it was just a bad situation that let's say that um, – Correa at least did a sacrifice fly and was able to advance the runners. Then who knows what would have happened with uh, Yuli at the plate. So it was a bad situation. That was a chance that the Astros could have possibly done something. But that's not even the worst part of what's going on with Garrett Cole. He is 1-4 on the season. He lowered his ERA from 5.22 to 4.71. He had seven innings pitched tonight. He only allowed three hits. Two of those hits were cheapies into the Crawford boxes, and uh, that's part of playing at Minute Maid Park. You're going to give up some of those cheapy homers that barely, that would not be a homer in any other ballpark but Minute Maid Park. He did walk three batters, and he did strike out 10 batters. So overall, he looked, we didn't see any of the after effects of him tipping pitches that the Rangers possibly had. He has 54 strikeouts on the season and 36 and one-third innings pitch. He allowed two homers to the most unlikely people, Leonis Martin and Jake Bowers. Two people that when you think of the Indians and homers, you don't think of those two names. And it was just frustrating because they're both just cheapies into the Crawford boxes. And uh, it just it shows how Garrett Cole can dominate. And then he gives up two homers, and he's going to lose the game. And that's what's going on this year. In six start, Garrett Cole has only gotten six run uh, six runs uh, in support. He's allowed 24, well, maybe not him, but the Astros have given up 12, 24 runs in the games he pitched. So in the games that Garrett Cole pitches, the Astros are only giving him 2.7 runs support per game, while Garrett Cole and the Astros pitching staff are giving up four runs when he starts. That's frustrating. Listen to these line scores. Game one, we lost four to two. Game two, lost four to zero. Game three, we won six to three. Game four, Astros win three to two. Game five, they lose nine to four. That was the Arlington game. And game six, they lose two to one. There's a lot of games where Garrett Cole um, did okay, but he just didn't do enough. And uh, let me go ahead and give you how many earned runs he gave up in those games. One, three, three, two, eight, two. So you can tell that the eight is uh, what's skewing his ERA right now. And uh, so I expect his ERA keep on coming down. If he, guys, let's be honest. Let's be real here. If you allow three earned runs or less in most of your starts, you're going to win those games, especially with the dynamic offense that the Astros have. It just, they don't seem to come when Garrett Cole's on the mound. And it's frustrating. And uh, as Garrett Cole said after the game, it was a little unlucky. And that's kind of the theme of tonight's show. It's a little unlucky. And hopefully, Con McHugh can kind of turn things around tomorrow. Remember to get this show every day. Subscribe to the Locked on Astros on the new Himalaya podcast app. In the ever-expanding podcast world, you need Himalaya with their personally curated playlist and new features every day. Download Himalaya at your app store and subscribe to Locked on Astros. We'll be back after a break. Hey guys, Eric here. Let's talk about ZipRecruiter. 
you know you've heard them on the radio. Hiring people is a challenge, and uh, it's something that I've dealt with in terms of KTXF. Uh, we were able to get some people on board to help with marketing by getting in touch with ZipRecruiter. But there's only one place you can go when hiring is simple, fast, and smart. A place where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates. That place is ZipRecruiter.com slash locked on. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invite them to apply for your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top and spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a great match. ZipRecruiter is so effective that 80% of the employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, my listeners of Locked on Astros can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash locked on. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, ZipRecruiter.com slash locked on. ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. All right, we are back with the Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at EricTalkStros. You can find the show at Locked On Astros. This is the only daily Astros podcast out there. So, unfortunately, like we said, the Astros lost 2-1. to one. It's one of those games where it was very frustrating because it was a very winnable game. And the Astros had a chance in the sixth inning, but unfortunately, a missed call by the umpires. And it seems like it keeps on happening to the Astros, but I'm sure it happens to other teams. It's just, it's really frustrating. And I actually think that A.J. Hinch did a good job realizing today that, yes, the, uh, if they would have been able to review that, then uh, then it wouldn't have been an issue, but it, it was something that they couldn't review. And that's what the law states. There's nothing you could do about that. So I think A.J. Hinch said everything the right way. You know that the team is disappointed, that uh, you could see the look on Correa's face. He's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that just happened. And unfortunately, things happen. And uh, you, you, there's nothing you could do about that. The only thing you do is move on. And we're going to lose a whole bunch of games this year. We're probably going to lose like maybe, what, 55 games or something. So uh, you're going to have to get uh, used to losing some games. But this one was a tough one. As we said, Garrett Cole has been very unlucky. Unfortunately, Trevor Bauer has been very lucky versus the Astros during the regular season. Playoffs, that's a different story. Trevor Bauer is 8-0 in his career versus the Astros. The team is actually 9-0 when he pitches. So you can see that uh, you can kind of see where this tension comes between Trevor Bauer and the Astros because he has dominated them throughout his career. And yes, the playoffs are a different matter, but uh, we can worry about the playoffs in October. All right, so let's take a look at tomorrow's matchup. Don't forget that tomorrow is the Bregman Stare Bobblehead Giveaway. Uh, you make sure you get there early and uh, save me a spot in line. All right, so tomorrow, Con McHugh would take the mound. Uh, he is 1-0 and in his career versus the Indians with a 1.50 ERA. He has 17 strikeouts and 18 innings pitched. He will face Corey Kluber. 
Corey Kluber is not having a great season so far. I can say that as I own him in two fantasy leagues. So uh, he has a 2-2 two and two record with a 4.88 ERA. He has 29 strikeouts and 26 innings pitch. Versus the Astros in his career, he is 6-3 and three with a 2.83 ERA. He has 77 strikeouts and 16 one-third innings pitch. So like, um, like Bauer, he's had some success versus the Astros in his career. And um, when he's on, he could be an ace. It just depends on what um, Corey Kluber we're going to see tomorrow. And hopefully uh, Colin McHugh is able to bounce back. McHugh, uh, despite his bad last game, his numbers aren't terrible. It's kind of skewed, kind of like um, like uh, Garrett Coles is. But overall, he's not doing terrible. Uh, he's uh, got a 1.06 whip. That's not too bad. He has a 4.78 ERA. That was inflated by giving up the nine runs in that last start. Uh, he has 28 strikeouts in 26 and one-third innings pitch. He's looked great in four games. He looked terrible in one game. So what? which one are you going to go with? Are you going to go with, okay, he looks like a Cy Young Award candidate for the first four starts, and then he struggles? Or uh, So I, I'm not going to worry too much about this unless it's a continued thing. And so we'll have to see how Con McHugh bounces back, but there's no reason to suspect that he won't. All right, so um, a lot of attention has been on Jordan Alvarez in AAA, and I wanted to clarify something because I just found out something that I did not know. It's actually not Jordan. It's Jordan Alvarez, and it's going to be really hard actually to say that, but uh, apparently his name is Jordan, so uh, you'll have to call him Jordan, not Jordan, and it kind of sucks because I actually like saying Jordan, but anyway, let's talk about Jordan Alvarez. He actually had the day off today, and you have to imagine that, I mean, I didn't see anything on Twitter, but typically when you have a prospect who's ready to be promoted and they give him off day, everybody's like, hugs walk, hugs watch, come on, he's, he's coming up. So I think Astros Twitter maybe was distracted by the Rockets playoff game yesterday, and there's an NFL draft, so maybe nobody was really paying attention to Jordan Alvarez not being in the lineup. But somebody who was in the lineup was Kyle Tucker. And Kyle Tucker, he's had a season to forget so far. Um, he's not been doing good, but he had a few um, he's had a few good games in a row, and that means that he's could be about to break out of his slump. Does that mean he's gonna come up and all of a sudden be everything the Astros uh, need him to be? I don't know. We'll have to see what happens from here. But uh, this is from MLB Pipeline. Kyle Tucker has homered in back-to-back games for the Round Rock Express. He's got six extra base hits in his last seven games after just two in the previous 12. So what does that mean? He's actually really hot right now, and uh, he's, he's swinging a good bat, and maybe he's getting his timing back. And I think Alvarez may leapfrog him. Uh, but Tucker is on the 40-man roster, so the Astros would not have to make any type of move to get him up. But uh, we'll have to see what happens from here, but uh, I think Jordan Alvarez, that's still so weird to say that. Um, 
his time is coming, and so is Kyle Tucker. Kyle Tucker, especially with um, the Astros not having any outfielders in um, after 2020, his time will come. And um, so we just got to be patient with the young guy. Just remember, he's only 22. He's uh, never struggled in his lifetime, and so now he's struggling. So he's having to learn how to battle adversity, and I think this is actually going to make him a better player. So, uh, guys, get to uh, tomorrow's game. Let's go out there and support the Astros. I think we're going to see a good effort from Con McHugh because he's going to want to come back and say that he is this. he's not that pitcher that we saw in the last game. Uh, we're going to see him come out and dominate the um, the Indians lineup. And uh, speaking of the Indians lineup, Francisco Lindor, he does not look right. He, he's not running right. Um, when he was uh, trying to advance on the pass ball, he he, it, he limped basically into second base. He just doesn't look right. So the Astros need to take advantage this weekend, and then they need to go back and uh, face the Twins and go to Minnesota and, and take three or four of those games, uh, maybe get three or four of these games and uh, let's just focus on winning series. So that's all we got for tonight's show. That's all we got for tonight's show. So uh, let's go and uh, close it out and with, and hopefully the Astros will get a victory tomorrow night. Thanks for listening. And remember you can subscribe to the show on the new Himalaya podcast app, as well as Apple podcast, Google podcast, and Spotify. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play the podcast locked on Astros.